And along that lines, I tell you, our site selection activity is really picking up. The city of Gonzales, Texas is looking for an economic development president and CEO. Congrats to our friend Josh Finn in Henry County, Georgia, for their recent wins. Zionist USA is going to invest $108 million to develop their first North American manufacturing facility and create over 800 new jobs. So the last grant opportunity I want to talk about today is actually a nationwide grant opportunity for small businesses in rural towns. This tip comes from him. You all know Phil Mixon has one of the greatest short games ever. Next Move Group, the voice of economic development. Here is Chad Chancellor. Good evening. This is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. Welcome to this week's YouTube Economic Development Newscast from Next Move Group, the voice of economic development. As we begin, thank you for really taking to these YouTube shows. We have had 3,963 YouTube watchers in the last 28 days. Three, th- Almost four. By the time you watch it, there'll be 4,000 people have watched our YouTube videos over the last 28 days. So uh, this has taken off more than really our wildest dreams ever would have envisioned. So thank you for that. Our business continues to grow in COVID. We're up 88.6% year over year. I just looked at our numbers Friday, 88.6% year over year. So as we continue to grow, means such as YouTube are just going to be more important to us. And so I just looked at our stats and and quite frankly, I was shocked when I saw we've had 4,000 watchers. I would have thought, I don't know, 1,000 to 2,000. So it's almost double what I thought. So thank you so much for that. If you're enjoying what we're putting out, our YouTube channel, please subscribe, hit that notification bell, and you'll be able to see all the videos that we put out in real time when we put them out. As we really begin our show this week, first of all, I want to thank many of you. Many of you from around the country reached out to our team in New Orleans concerned about Hurricane Marco and Hurricane Laura. We really dodged a bullet in New Orleans. We had a beautiful week of weather. I don't think the wind blew more than 20 miles an hour. We might have got an inch of rain all week. We really lucked out, especially at one time they were both pointed at us. Marco just kind of disappeared and of course we see Laura has been devastating and so uh, our thoughts and prayers are those in West Louisiana uh, East Texas as well uh, I really fell in love with Louisiana when I lived in Lafayette so people always associate me with New Orleans because that's where I live you all know I love New Orleans but when I was a freshman I believe I was a freshman might have been a sophomore freshman in college I got to intern in Lafayette for the Louisiana Golf Association I was a redneck boy from Mississippi and I got to intern in Lafayette and I really fell in love with Louisiana so my love of Louisiana Louisiana goes far deeper than just New Orleans. I love Lafayette. I love Lake Charles. love Alexandria. love Freeport and so forth. And that's right where this storm went. So while we dodged a bullet, and I thank you for, for all of you that reached out to us, our thoughts and prayers go to those over in West Louisiana and East Texas. We got friends from Lake Charles, got friends in Center, Texas, Alexandria, all the way up to Shreveport. We've done a lot of work up there. My nephew's going to a school at Louisiana Tech in Ruston to be an airplane pilot. And all those areas really were hit very, very hard. So do keep them in your thoughts and prayers, uh, even up north where they don't get the storm surge. You lose power. Even if you survive unscathed, you have damage to your house, you lose trees, you lose power. The days after a hurricane are miserably hot because all the clouds are gone and it's just miserably hot. A lot of times, you know, some of those folks aren't going to have power for a week or two weeks. So keep them in your thoughts and prayers. I want to thank the state of North Dakota. They've asked me to speak at Governor Burgum's Main Street Summit, which is going to be a mix of economic developers and city and county staff and officials, a virtual meeting they have in October the 7th. They've asked me to speak on economic development board training. That's been one of the videos that we put out in our movement that's probably been our bestseller. You know, it has been our bestseller. 
bestseller now that I think about it. It's been our bestseller. So somebody in North Dakota's heard of it. We've had movement members up there. So thank y'all for getting that word out. And they've asked me to present on economic development and elected official board training in regards to economic development. So I'm looking forward to doing that at the Economic Development Conference for North Dakota in October. In September, I'm presenting on online marketing to the Kansas Economic Development Conference. So we're very excited about both of those coming up real soon. Speaking of the movement, that continues to grow. We did more revenue in the movement in August than we did in July. And I was very happy with it in July. So we're probably still a 300% over what we thought we would be in terms of the movement. And we've got three testimonials this week that's come from our movement members that I just want to read you what their words were. So one, August 1st, we got a testimonial from a member said, hi, Chad, I've been searching for a job and accept, accepted an offer yesterday. And the information was invaluable and helped me tremendously in my search and honing my interview skills. Thank you for the great content. Keep up the good work. So one of our members has already been able to leverage the knowledge in those videos about improving your career and gotten themselves a new job. The second testimonial came in August 17th was an email to Brandon on our staff said, Brandon, thank you for the reply. I've got to say the video with Tim Weston was awesome. So Tim, I hope you're watching. Tim did a video with us from Jesco Construction on utility infrastructure you need to compete for certain projects. So if you're going after a data center, how much water do you need? How much power? If you're going after food processing and so forth. Anyway, this testimonial said, I've got to say the video with Tim Weston was awesome. I'm looking forward to diving into more of your content. And the third testimonial came Friday, August 14th, said, just wanted to let you know, I really like the podcast podcast. We put out videos showing you how to create your own podcast network that can generate prospects for you and help your organization grow uh, your brand within your own community. So this member said, I really like the podcast podcast. Got my microphone ordered today. I think it'll help us build some content that can transcend everything we're doing online. So uh, nothing, nothing makes you as excited when you're selling a product as when people send you those emails just randomly thanking you for what you're doing. And so we have seen the momentum just in terms of revenue. So I knew people were happy with the product because they kept buying. We've had a lot of people buy more than one product. And we've had a whole lot of people join the movement that's paying us on a monthly basis. So they're sticking with us. So they've got to be happy. But still, there's nothing like getting those testimonials coming to you, telling you how you're helping folks do everything from get a new job, improve their career, to improve their marketing and branding, to even figure out what utility capacity to add to an industrial park. You might have heard us mention it or seen it on our LinkedIn, but we started two new podcast shows. So we've had our economic development podcast show for about a year and a half now, and it's helped us so much. We started two new podcast shows. We started one for mayors. It's called Growth Mayors 2.0. It's for mayors looking to create economic growth in their community. And we started one for manufacturers talking about site selection processes and so forth. So we put out seven episodes. And this week, a mayor purchased one of our movement videos on how to do rural economic development. A mayor reached out to us asking us various questions and a site selection prospect reached out to us. So all this week came this week. So it took seven episodes to build that momentum. We had heard from a mayor probably about episode four, but this week we really saw a ratchet up in activity. So both those shows we started, what, a month and a half, two months ago now are already producing dividends for us. And along that lines, I tell you, our site selection activity is really picking up. Some of you received an RFP from us for Project Zoom. That's a site 
Pipe Selection Company we're representing. And I was just looking at our deal flow funnels, and we have added, I don't know, probably five to ten new potential site selection prospects in our funnel in just the last week or two. So that activity is picking up. Some of it has to do with companies wanting to reshore goods that they're uh, buying, supplies they're buying from overseas back here. Some are relocation projects. So it's kind of all over the gamut. So it's kind of funny. Last year, what fueled our growth was all the executive searches. You all probably saw we must have been doing 20 or 30 at one time. Well, that has slowed down. We're still doing some, but it slowed down. I think people are quitting jobs less. You know, not, now's not a good time to quit a job, sell a house, do all that kind of stuff. So that slowed down a little bit, but our site selection is picking up. We're generating more revenue on our site selection side, so our company's still growing. It's really fun. And that's the fun part of business, huh? When one part slows down, another part picks up. So I never saw this COVID recession coming, but I tell you, on the site selection side, we're going to be in fine shape. So for many of you out there listening, I can tell you, now is the time. Companies are reconsidering everything about their supply chain. They're reconsidering where they want plants located. So if we're seeing this activity, you ought to be able to see this activity. Be prepared now. Be marketing now. Don't wait. Now is the time. We have seen an increase in our activity just in the last two weeks. So now's the time to be in that market. And my last segment for tonight, it's always our golf tip. We've been doing that about two months. And this week's golf tips from Phil Mickelson. So Phil just won his first senior tour. He turned 50 and he said he he wasn't going to fool with the senior tour. I think they call it champions tour now. He said he wasn't going to fool with it. And then he didn't get to play in the playoffs on the PGA tour because he wasn't high enough on the list. So he went out there and won his first tournament out in Branson, Missouri this week. So this tip comes from him. You all know Phil Mixon has one of the greatest short games ever. And he talks about how he really practices his chipping. And this is something that can help you immensely. So he said in chipping, he thinks there are three keys in chipping that he's got a drill he's going to tell you about. So one is to put your weight on your front foot. The other one is if you want to hit a low chip, you put the ball position off your back foot. Or if you want to hit a higher chip, you put it off your front foot. That's the other one. And his third one is you want to keep your wrist concave like this through the ball. See here? You don't want your wrist like this, you might flip it. You want to keep it like this. And so one of the drills that he says that he does that really makes him an exceptional chipper, and he may be one of the best that ever lived, is he likes to practice one-handed. So he's left-handed. you got to turn around when he's talking. So for most right-handed golfers, it would be your left hand, the hand you hold a club with. He practices with one hand, and he makes sure his wrist is bowed like this through hitting the ball. He says that's what get, that's what gives him his good strike on the ball. So the next time you get ready to practice your chipping, go out and just practice one-handed just like this. Practice one-handed. Put your other hand behind your back. Put it in your pocket. But this right here is what you're looking for, the bow in that wrist. You want to have that bow coming through the ball just like that. Where most people mess up is they start like this, and then they'll flip it right at the ball, and that'll get them in real trouble. So do like Phil Mickelson. Practice just like this. Keep that bow in your wrist through the ball. And he says he practices one-handed all the time, just with your top hand on the club. So for right-handers, it's going to be your left hand. Just practice like that. And the whole key is keeping that wrist just like that through the ball. Don't let it do this. Keep it just like that and just sit there and hit you 10, 20 chips in a row. You'll get a feel for it. Your chip will improve. You probably won't ever get as good as Phil Mickelson, but your chipping will improve. Hello, this is Brandon Nettles. Welcome to your next news segment of this week's newscast. Let's go ahead and look at a few jobs that you might be interested in. So the first job is the Economic Development Director for the Downtown Norfolk Council in Virginia. 
to apply, submit your resume and cover letter to HR at principalstrategies.com. The pay is listed between 75 to 85,000 per year. I'll have a link at the bottom uh, for you can go to find the full job description. Next, the city of Gonzales, Texas is looking for an economic development president and CEO. Salary is listed at between 75 to 80,000 per year. Uh, more info and submission instructions can be found at the city of Gonzales link at the bottom. The town of Florence, Arizona is seeking economic development director. Uh, Florence is a town right outside of Phoenix. Uh, list a link at the bottom if you'd like to see the full description and instructions on submission. Finally, the Henderson Vance Economic Development Commission in North Carolina is seeking an economic development director. Pay is listed at between 75 to 95,000 per year. To apply, go to the career portal for Vance County, North Carolina on their website. The link will be listed below where you can go to find submission instructions and the full description for the position. If any of the positions that I mentioned interest you or you'd like to get more info, go to the addresses that I mentioned, or if you're listening over podcasts, reach out to us and we can point you in the right direction and get you in touch with the right people. Thanks for watching this week's news segment. Hello, this is Brandon Nettles. In this week's Rounding the Basis segment, I'll be detailing new industrial announcements from across America. To start us off this week, congrats to our friend Josh Finn in Henry County, Georgia, for their recent wins. Zionist USA is going to invest $108 million to develop their first North American manufacturing facility and create over 800 new jobs. They also recently announced that Purple Innovation plans to invest $21 million in Henry County and create 360 new jobs. Forest River Manufacturing plans to expand their operations in DeKalb and LaGrange County, Indiana, and create over 300 new jobs. Dural Automotive Systems is going to invest $59 million to open a manufacturing facility in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and that facility will produce battery trays for electric vehicles. Torque Robotics is going to invest $8.5 million to expand their software development operations in Montgomery County, Virginia. Coppers, uh, they're a provider of uh, treated wood products. They're going to invest $23 million to an expansion uh, in North Little Rock, Arkansas. La Sin Incorporated is going to invest $8.4 million to expand into a new HQ and operations center in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Rockline Industries, uh, they're going to invest $20 million to expand operations at their manufacturing facility in Sheboygan, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, sorry if I mispronounced that. NIDEC Industrial Solutions is going to invest $12 million to expand its U.S. operations uh, with the opening of a new facility in Cleveland, Ohio. Shaw Industry Groups, uh, they're a carpet manufacturer. They're going to invest $20 million to expand their operations in Ringgold, Georgia. Bonnie Plants is going to relocate its corporate HQ to Opelika, Alabama and uh, hire 60 employees. Continental Structural Plastics plans a $45 million expansion in Salisbury, North Carolina. JIDA Industrial Solutions, they plan to establish operations in Greenville County, South Carolina. They're going to do an investment that's going to create 78 new jobs over the next five years. Corsicana Mattress Company, they plan to establish a Midwest presence uh, with the opening of a production center in La Porte, Indiana. And that's going to create 350 new jobs. KRA Operations is going to invest $11.5 million to establish their first U.S. operations um, in Newberry County, South Carolina. And that's going to create 57 new jobs. Finally, we're happy for our executive search client, Fayetteville, North Carolina, as Danson's announced an investment of $27 million to locate a distribution center that will hire 118 employees in Cumberland County. And that's going to round us out for this week. Let us know if you have any announcements that you would like us to feature, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hey, guys, it's Gabby Malise, and welcome to today's Learning Lab segment. 
In today's Learning Lab segment, I want to talk about a few small business grant opportunities that are still available around the country. The first one is for all of our viewers in Maine. There was a $200 million economic recovery grant program that was launched to provide financial relief for businesses and nonprofit organizations that were impacted due to COVID-19. So the application was available for businesses and nonprofits starting on August 21st of 2020, and that actually will be open until September 9th of 2020. So if you're interested in that, you can go to maine.gov slash DECD slash economic recovery grants. Now for our Kansas viewers, Kansas created the Strengthening People and Revitalizing Kansas or SPARC task force, which is part of the Kansas Department of Commerce. And they approved more than $130 million in relief funding. And they have about 11 grant categories you can apply for. And the application is still available and will be available until the funds run out. So go ahead and apply for that if you live in Kansas and you're interested. And you can learn more information for those at kansascommerce.gov slash COVID relief. So the last grant opportunity I want to talk about today is actually a nationwide grant opportunity for small businesses in rural towns. So applications opened on Monday, July 27th for this. This is a nationwide grant program, which is providing relief to small businesses in rural communities. It's a $25 million program that's administered through the Local Initiative Support Corporation, or LISC. So that's the nation's largest community development organization, and LISC is offering $5,000 to $20,000 grants aimed at helping rural-based small businesses. So grant funds can be used for businesses operating expenses that were not reimbursed through another federal grant program and include wraparound technical assistance. So round five of the grant LISC application closed, but you can register to be notified for the next round that actually begins tomorrow at August 31st, which is why I'm bringing this up. And you can learn more information about that at www.lisc.org slash COVID-19 slash small business assistance relief grants. So that's all for our Learning Lab segment today. And until next time.